And before he died, because he's always at that part of believing in God, where healing, whatever, continue to uh, pray, relationship to God, to get to the end of his life. What struck me is her story before he died. He's been bedridden for months. Bedridden. Just been waiting. And one day, he told us that her heart stopped. So they thought, this is it. The heart stopped. And about 30 to 20, 20, 30 minutes, she was about. But the most important thing there is her story. She said, at that time, she said, he's struggling very, very far, walking, walking, and walking. Until she reached a mountain. So we walk in the place. And then as we come here in that mountain is a big house and it's so bright. The door is so bright. And as we come to the door of that mountain or that, that big house in the mountain said there's a man in the door. So shining, I cannot see his face. And she said, Your time is not yet over. But she said, When I look at my left, I could see a big cage. And there's a person there, that big cage. He's there. And then at my right, I see that big stone. A big stone said, into gold. And my name is there. That big stone. As you look at the door, you could see her grandmother. Also died over many years ago, waving at her. And said, I look at the big stone and I could see my name written in that stone. I believe it is the book of life. Because my name is written there. And Lola's name is also the Lola Kumuti. And her name was there. And that why that get that God person is so bright and their time is over. You could come in, but you could go back. So that would go back. I tell them, no children. So big sorry short, you see war. I want just give me water, water. So 
David for a while. He said he told the story. And most people they would not believe. Or they're shocked. But one thing that said everyone that her feet is so dirty. And she is bedridden there for three months. And how come her feet is so dirty? You can, you can imagine a person walking barefoot in a stone. No. She said, I'm walking, walking, walking. Can you believe that she has been living here for three months? And she's just walking and walking for many, many miles. And her feet is dirty. Nobody could explain that. But he said, in one day, heaven is true, heaven is clear. Heaven is true. Jesus is real. And truly, my name is written in the book of life, in that stone. So with that story, it helps us now understand that heaven is real. There's heaven and there's hell. And that person in the cave, I believe that is Satan. Because the Bible says, one day we'll be released. But he's in the cave. There is one person. So with that story, it helped me understand and believe that there is heaven. And there is hell. And we are going to face God. When we die. Or when we become, we are going to face judgment in front of him. So we give us the reality that today this is an eternal life, this is a temporary life, and there is an eternal life. And with that concept that there is heaven, there is hell, and there is Jesus in front of the door, it would encourage us to live our life today. God's because God will judge us. Because without that, you don't care. This gospel will encourage us also to live a life for God. As we read the gospel, start says here, verse 22, you went through the cities and villages, teaching and journeying toward Jerusalem. Then one said to him, Lord, are there few who are saved? This is the topic of the discussion. Lord, few who are saved. Will be. Lord, think That is the topic of discussion here. And the Lord answered, Strive to enter to the narrow gate for many. I say you will seek to enter and will not be able. The Lord answered them. He did not answer them, if you or many, he answered them in like a rhetorical question. Another question is that, is that the question of how many will be saved? The question the Lord is giving back to this question is, are you going to be saved or not? 
That is the question na binigay ni Lord sa kanya. Yung answer. Ang tanong nila, Lord, kung di ba kung marami ang maliligtas? Ang sagot ni Lord, dito sa kanyang sabi, you could read it the way, is that, are you safe or not? Yun ang tanong niya. Yun ang yung sagot ng ating Panginoon. So also, maybe we would ask this question to God, Lord, how many will be saved? All of us be saved? And the Lord will tell us in a direct way, or in a subtle way, do you believe that you're saved? Do you believe that you're saved? We're part of this kingdom of God. And I said, here, strive to enter through the narrow gate, for many, I say to you, will seek to enter and will not be able. Strive to enter through the narrow gate. Strive. It means to make all effort with all force. Give everything you've got. See, the word strive here is like connected to a sport arena, like a player who is running or playing that giving everything he's got to win the goal, like in real. Everyone that's giving their best to get the goal. I'm watching TV last night and it was interviewed about a long marathon, one of the highlights of the Olympics. And our representative woman I think she finished. There are 130 entries. And I think she finished 126. At least she finished. At least. And she said, I, 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 I'm about to give up. I cannot bet ready. Because the heat, Iba ang init sa Brazil. Iba ang init sa Brazil. That's why people who there are dark skin. Mas mainit sa dito. Ang tawag sa atin ay moreno. Ang tawag sa kanila, mulato. Ang kanilang pagiging parang talong. May pagka-violet na red na brown. Something like that. That's the real Brazilian. What you see in the and those models are just part of the Portuguese blood. But the real Brazilian people are dark, curly hair, but you get a new look. You learn the different. Of the one being a Brazilian, they're tall, they're that, dark. Dark, and the heat there is different from us. That's why that's the thing that really wear me down, the heat. But it finishes in way. That is striving, working, giving everything you've got. So in short, 
the kingdom of God has no place for people who are complacent, people who are passive, people who are in just maintenance. No, we should be in that place, in a, in a, a person who is giving everything with God, giving all our effort. That's what the kingdom is all about. And said here, like John the Baptist, he said that uh, the kingdom of God is like a door that the people are pressing in. Just forced in. Why? Because there is opposition. The narrow door would always remind us it's not easy to enter the kingdom of God. She, does, she says here that we have to strive, we have to give all our effort, and we have to conquer the situation that we're in or the situation that we're facing in. And God says, How is that? How, how hard it is? Is it hard? Or hard for people who are not willing? But the Lord gave us a sample to this again. He said, If you want to follow me, deny yourself, take up your cross, and follow me. I believe that's one of the criteria. Deny yourself, take your cross, and follow me. It's hard. There's, there's any sacrifice to do. It's not easy in entering the kingdom of God. And say, what is the connection with us today? In my work, in my family. Well, if you have an eternal perspective, we have to live now our life within the family, in our job, in our ministry, with all of God, giving our best to Anton Yakino. That should be our goal. For the straight and the narrow. Because it's not easy to come in. So it will be our motto or slogan to not to give up, but continue to enter in, pressing on because there is an opposition. There will be a challenge. There will be shaking, as in the Hebrew says. So, brothers and sisters, it will challenge us today to live in that life where we will be part of the kingdom of God. It says here, it is a narrow door. Because if it is a narrow door, you will find it hard to enter. The Bible says, work out your salvation is fear and trembling. It is us who would work it out. So not only living for today, just getting by the food in the table, Something to live by for today, but have to have an eternal perspective. Every time when I was called to pray to give a last right to a dying person, how I I wish that could before I could pray for that person still alive. But there are times I was called already to be dead. And why do you why you call a priest anyway before that person dies? 
ถ้ามันตะตาวันตะปาเลยปัญหาสาหัสปัญหาว่า because I can help them prepare for the next because we believe that's why we have did the priest pray for that person of communion and even individual service we have individual service when in the way there always a question in the mind of the family does this person does this relative of them in heaven or in hell They always ask. I they don't ask that directly, but I got sense it in their heart and in mind. That's the question. Does my father, my brother, my mother will go to heaven? Is in heaven right now or not? Somehow, somehow we have a different perspective. But my question in my mind now. How this person live his life? When still alive, at buhi para imaw how he had lived his life for her life. Does he live her life or his life for God, or he live her life his life only for himself? We don't know. Only God could judge. But we, right now, to hear this, would give an encouragement, confrontation to live our life for God now. Why? Because there is a time limit. We watch the master of the house as soon as and set the door, you begin to stand out and knock at the door. Lord, Lord, open for us. And he will, will answer and say to you, I do not know you. Where are you? There's a time limit. How old is the time limit? First, when you die, that's the end. That's it. All the chances now are gone. We are living today. All the opportunities, all the chances given to us by God. When that time will come, that's it. Finito. Or we become. So here, the Lord says, "Do not delay. Do not delay. Today is the day of salvation. Today, don't wait. Don't wait. Or don't procrastinate. Next time. Next time. Next time. Today, because you don't know what is tomorrow." There's a time limit, and again the door, knock at the door. Lord, Lord, open for us and answer and say to you, I don't know you. Why? Why people stand at the door? It's because they delay their decision. They make a delay, and then the Lord closed the door and said, Lord, Lord. The Lord wants us to act today. We have time today. Early as it is, do it now. But people, you know, if we Filipino, who see into this life, 
itu kita makmur. Ada apa ini pak? Ngemahina, hotel ya. Tuh sakil ku, ukul di tuman sa nawasa, ukul sebiaya kunci. Kita pemain kerang mati. Anak banyak banyak tapi tak. No? Proses, do it early. Do it early. Don't wait to the last minute. Do it early. Because there will be a time limit. Do it now. And then you can say, we ate and drank in your presence and your club in our streets. But I tell them, I do not know you. You are from the part of you who workers of iniquity. I said, Lord, Lord, open, open the door, Lord. We ate and drank in your presence. We attend the Eucharist, we attend the Mass. We listen to your teaching. I do not know you. Why do you say you don't know me? Because yes, attend the mass. Yes, you serve God mainly. But I need to be able to do it in the last Or hearted now? Or like today could say, we did not have a name alone. Like say, Lord, attend the mass, attend the Lord, do the worship. Or say, Lord, Lord. Here is my baptismal certificate. Proof. Well, baptismal certificate is just a piece of paper. Maybe to the government, that is very legal. But to God, that baptismal certificate is not just only a piece of paper or proof that being baptized, but also talk about responsibility to live. The life of God. Far more that you should be judged by God because we know that God, that He or baptize us. We hear the word, we come to the Mass. So far more the Lord will require upon us because we know more than other people don't know. Must more given, must more required. So willing. To serve God and to be part of the kingdom of God, it is responsibility to live a life to God. He said, Yes, you have attended the Mass. Yes, you serve God. Yes, you pray. But that's not all. I have given you your heart. You're pressing on. When, like that, there's rain, I continue to go to the church. There's some problem, I continue to church, I continue to obey God. There's, you know, that's one thing of pressing on. Because just people today, okay lang to, okay, okay lang. Hap, 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 commitment. But that's what the Lord is requiring. He wants our heart. He wants to give our life. He wants to surrender our life unto Him. And that's what the Lord is right requiring. We have that we have we have that concept. It will affect how we live our family. Our job. See, we could be we should be a good father, good husband, because we know God will just in the in the in the end. 
be a good uh, worker or employee or employer, whatever, it's a student. With that concept, we're going to give best to God because we are going to face Him. So that's the connection there between the eternal and of today. If we have that concept of eternal, we have to live a life today, giving best to what everything of God. Because God has given us talent, ability, time, everything. And then we're going to answer back to God. So there's connection with our life today. So we don't say, Wala connection in church na yan sa buhay ko. O sa pamilya namin sa tabaho ko. Meron. Because if you have that eternal perspective that God will require us and God has given you talent, ability to give your best to your job as an employee. If you could employ your employee, a student, whatever we are, whatever, whatever the state we are in this life because you owe it to God. That's the connection there. So the Lord has given us today to live, to live a life. You will with me and nothing will take me. You see Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob, all the prophets in the kingdom of God, and yourselves cast out. In nothing, living with it. This is a, 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 a picture of a person who is regretting. Regretting why I have not done it. I have done it, but I have. So we see weeping and gnashing that that's, that's a person who is regretting everything. Have you seen that person? So either if I just could make the time back, this I'm going to do. But one thing that God has given us is time. Time after that we get back. We cannot, we cannot do anything about yesterday, it's the past. What is today for today in the future? Nothing I see this in the Olympic last last, last day, the team. In the marathon of men, last marathon. The Puerto Rican, who is a champion. He's a champion. And also, uh, he's one of the best runners in the world. And start before the start, and in that uh, as a uh, gun that they always uh, make it to start. He starts that way. Kumbaga, hindi pa nga nakaputok yung Go, to my And he was disqualified. That is his chance when he came to prove that he's a champion. But no more. One fatal mistake is out of the game. And he kneeled down, crying, crying, crying. Because Olympics just another four years ago, not again. I don't know if to run again, but because he made a false start, he was disqualified. And he's there sitting down in that arena, crying, crying. But that's the that's the rule. He is disqualified. You could see the regret 
why and make bad stuff, but you cannot make it bad. So here, the Lord says, don't be like these people. Nandum ka And you have been invited by God. They've been invited by God. It's like, it's like a, a, a big dinner, always using the parable, a banquet, that the Lord is inviting everyone, but people some will not come. Why the Lord is inviting you? Because you are important to Him. That's why come. And that's what I always do. When somebody invites you to a dinner, birthday, wedding, the must that if I'm always on the time to the way that I could be there because they invite me because they they think that I'm important to them to be part of the wedding of the birthday and that's what the Lord is showing unto us He invites us because you and me is important He wants no one would perish but it's hard to us to respond to Him. And there will be nothing and weeping. You have a big regret when you see other people coming in and you are thrust out. You will come from the east, the west, the north, the south, and sit down in the kingdom of God. And indeed, they are last, will be the first, and they are first, will be the last. These people come from the west, from the north, from the south. Who are these people? We don't know. But we part of the kingdom of God. And you just regret that they are there. Part of the banquet. And you are trusted. And said here, in literally, there are last will be the first. And they are first, who will be the last? What's the meaning of this? First of all, it talks about Israelite people. Because they should be the first to receive salvation. Because salvation is for the Jew first. But because they did not believe, they reject Jesus. They will become last to come in. And they will be the last. Who will become the first? Who is this, the last? You and me, pagan people, gentle people, who responded to God. Supposed to be we are the last. But we responded, we become the first. The Jewish people, it should be the first to receive salvation. But they reject Jesus, that's why they believe that we will be the last to come in. And we should be the last. The pagan, the Gentiles, become the first because we responded to God. Another meaning that is being applied to us. These are the people, at first, they've started the relationship to God. And at the end, they lose out. They started good. And at the end, they don't make it. 
Maybe that the people whom they have invited, the last to come in, maybe the last, but they come first because they have continued before God. Sad to hear some stories that evidence is one. They're the one who bring you to the church. They're the one who testified to me. They're the one who gave to me the testimony. That's why I go with them. I went with them. And I, so I'm here now in the church. But the sad story, they're not, not here. Sila yung bumumbay sa akin dito. And I'm here now. Ang malungkot. Yung nag-invite, yun ang nawala. That's also the thing about some people being the last and the first and the first and the last. The law says we have to make our commitment from the start until the end. We have to make the decision not to fall back, not to quit. Because everyone is facing, facing some trial. Everyone is facing circumstances. Everyone is facing some testing in life. And they have overcome it. Why? And you. The prophet says, if you cannot make it a day of trouble, how weak you are. How weak you are. Your strength is weak. Because others could make it. Why you cannot. That's why God says, when you come to me, when you receive me as your Lord and Savior, it is not a bad process. It's not a bad process. There will challenges. Even to the point, when you come to God, Satan becomes our enemy. So automatically now we have our enemy. But to make hard for us. That's why we have to press on, press on, press on. Press on. Give everything we've got, with all power, with all force, to continue to get into the kingdom of God. So once again, the Lord is reminding us that the kingdom of God has no place for lukewarm people, for passive people, for maintenance people, or complacent. There's no no place for that because we'll be lived out. You will be a casualty. We should be victor, not victim. So, brothers, today the Lord is reminding us that there is life on the other side. So, it will help us to live a life today with God that is connected to your school, to your house, to your job, to your family, to your work, to your business. If you believe that there's life on the other side, you have to make the best of it today for God because we are going to answer it to God. How we become a student, we are a student, as a businessman, how we become a businessman, as a father, as a husband, how all of us, all of us will be part of that kingdom. Not only today, as part of the kingdom, 